When I look around and see how much I love this place and how much work we've put into it, like literally every square inch of this place, we've done something to. And it's so functional, so much more functional than any place we've ever lived. But I also just love having projects. Every once in a while, it's fun to just check in on how things are going here at Stag Reno and also with Stag Design. So John is joining me today on the podcast. We're going to be talking about our latest projects, what we're working on, not only in our own home, but with clients as well. Welcome to Heart of the Home, a podcast exploring the personal histories that inspire our surroundings, candid conversations about the stories behind the pretty pictures, tales of design and renovations gone wrong and right, because a home isn't just a structure filled with themes, it's the people who live there. So join me as we explore the unique stories that help each of us find our way home. Hi there. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. This interesting thing happens when you work from home and you live in your home. You never leave. <laughs> never leave. <laughs> and we had a huge snowstorm here yesterday and we couldn't leave at all to go anywhere really. And you were getting a little stir crazy. Yeah. Normally I would love a snow day where you're home all together and, and I did love it. But it wasn't the same because I'm always home and <laughs> it was even more limiting than usual because Jen makes fun of me because I have to go out and like get a sandwich for lunch. No, even you, if we have, you have to go get a Jimmy John sandwich. Yes, I, I spend a lot of money on Jimmy John's sandwich. Jimmy John's <laughs> is an unofficial sponsor of our podcast and our life because John they goes should there be. literally every single day. I should be getting some kind of a kickback for all of my purchases for sure. What's your order? Uh, number four, the, I can't even remember what it's called. Turkey I just Tom. call it the number four, Turkey Tom. Yeah. And that's it. And salt time. and vinegar chips. Salt and vinegar chips. And Diet Coke. a Diet Coke. <laughs> yep. Every single day. Yep. And that's when you leave the house now because. That's my way of getting out of the house for some reason. Like there are other errands that I try and run too when I have an opportunity. Like that's the first thing on my list that gets done is errands because it gets me out of the house to go do something. You did take quite a while. Once we got the snow <laughs> cleared away yesterday, John was like, Cam, leaving. I'm going to go run some errands or something because it took forever to get all the snow cleared yesterday because we literally couldn't get out of our house. We didn't even have a snow plow go by our house until like two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So we were trapped for a while and then you leisurely I, took your time. <laughs> this is so funny because I really didn't. I most of that time was clearing my truck off of snow. So I didn't even leave until probably half hour after you thought I left. But this is how relationships go now. You have to negotiate <laughs> who gets to leave. <laughs> the pandemic has changed our life in so many ways. It reminds me of that. Uh, there's this comedian. What is it called? Juggling, Jenkin, juggling the Jenkins on Instagram. If you don't follow her, you really should. But like right at the beginning of the pandemic, she did this instagram video and it was like her walking around her house like during the pandemic like okay kids school kids school's gonna be awesome and then it was like don't even look at me don't even look in my direction <laughs> and then one of the parts of that video she was like talking to her husband she was like where are you going to lowe's what are you going to do at lowe's and that's how we feel sometimes because we 
spend so much more time at home. But as a result of spending so much more time at home, we get projects done around our house. I almost said his house. His house? Nice. (laughs) We get projects done around his house. Before you leave that topic, though, I I will admit yesterday I ran an errand and I didn't have anything I had to do. So I was planning to go home, but I'm like, maybe I should just go to Home Depot and walk around for a little bit. I had no reason to go, not really. I was thinking about it, oh, but I didn't. Oh, my gosh. But I didn't. And maybe part of the reason I didn't was because he texted me about when I would be home. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have totally gone to Home Depot just to walk around. <laughs> We're so sad. That's pretty sad. That's pretty sad. Okay, we've gotten stuff done around our house we lately. Yeah. We've talked about how we left literally one space in our whole house that wasn't finished and it was the laundry room, which looking back seems so weird because the laundry room is a room that I use almost every single day. You know, with three small children, we do a lot of laundry. I Correction, I do a lot of laundry. You help with folding. Mm-hmm. You help with folding. I helped with doing the laundry a few times, and last time you... No, it's bad. Yeah. You weren't happy with no. how I did it. <laughs> no, no. No, it's like you don't realize that you can't throw everything in the dryer and not everything can be washed oh, I on don't warm. Tr- I and... don't throw everything in the dryer. I took stuff out. Okay. Well... There are a lot of nuances, though, that I haven't learned, apparently, about <laughs> good clothes washing. Okay. So the laundry room is a frequently used room in our home, and we left it unfinished. And when I say unfinished, we took out all the gross cabinetry that was there we re-drywalled the space and we added a, a new window, but that was pretty much it besides hooking up our washer and dryer. So it didn't have any cabinetry. The floor was concrete. And we had spray painted some black doors on that concrete. And so there were like spots of spray painted black paint. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and really it was weird. real classy. Right. So, you know, and it functioned-ish kind of, but I mean, it was one of those rooms that like... It was the room that we hurry and shut the door every time people came over because it was just unfinished. And anyway, we finally buckled down and we've been finishing it. And we both have been saying, why didn't we do this sooner? Yeah, it's a lot nicer now. (laughs) It's so much nicer. So up to this point, we have put in sort of like a, a wood shelf surround around the washer and dryer. It's like a waterfall edge. You can check it out on Instagram, on my Jennifer Stagg Instagram. So we put this wood surround around. We're going to do a tutorial on that on the blog. Um, We've put down flooring. Those two things alone have changed my daily life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, big improvement. We've also put in some cabinetry, and it's going to have a sink, and the countertops just went in. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you have a space that needs something like countertops or cabinets or something like that, But it doesn't need to be like top of the line, nicest stuff ever. I think we have some good tips for that. Yeah. So we're using Ikea cabinets for our laundry room because we sort of felt like, you know, it's a small space. We sort of felt like that was good enough. Uh, And so we're doing just a really simple gloss flat front cabinet. And then for the countertops, I headed to the slab yard And here's a really good tip. If you're doing a small space, look for the discount slabs because usually there's only like one slab 
uh, they'll have like a random slab. And so they discount it way down because they're trying to get rid of this one slab. So that's exactly what I found. I found one random slab that they had left um, in a limestone. It was beautiful. We had barely enough. So when you head to a slab slab yard, make sure you have exactly the measurements and square footage that you need so that when you go there, they can check it right against what they have available. So it ended up being the whopping price of like $300. Yeah, that's insane. For all the countertops. Now, caveat, limestone is not a good stone to use in a kitchen. Never use it in a kitchen um, or in a bathroom where it's going to get a lot of use. We thought it would work well in this laundry because, yes, there's a sink, but we're not going to have, you know, grape juice and like stuff that would stain stone. And it's probably very seldomly even going to get wet. So for uh, laundry space, it was perfect. But yeah, you have to make sure the stone you choose matches whatever application you're going to use. So if you're like, well, what is limestone good for? Limestone is really great for fireplace surrounds. Mm -hmm. It's good for backsplashes. It's good for custom pieces of furniture. It's not great for spaces that get a lot, a lot of wear and tear. Uh, but we sort of felt like for the price of $300 mm-hmm. and it was and it's the beautiful. look, it's beautiful. It was exactly the look that I was going for. We sort of felt like, you know, it it was good. Yeah. It worked great. So it's going to be really pretty. I still have to pick the backsplash for that space, but it's, it's humming right along. Yeah. Um, Getting close. We also have a, a cool feature in there that we found a, um, it's sort of like a ladder it's like a, a wall-mounted, um, what is it, like a blanket rack or a towel yeah. rack or something. Hang but, blankets on it. Yeah, but we're going to mount it to the ceiling so that we have additional space to hang things, uh, which I think is kind of a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, in a small space like that, you really want to maximize the amount of space that you can hang things to dry, especially with us where like, I feel like at least half our clothes are hang dry. Yeah. Only they can't put in the dry. Do you hear that, John? Half our clothes are hang dry. You hang them to dry. We can have a conversation after this about which (laughs) items I put in the dryer that I should not have. I, I don't think I made any mistakes there, but you know, you made a couple. Some, some guys that I know have the strategy of being really bad at something if they never want to have to do it again. That was not my strategy with this. I really you did. really were trying. To I be really helpful. thought I was doing a great job. <laughs> so. It's okay, honey. It's okay. I, I appreciated the effort very much. I have other talents. One of the coolest features is John is solely responsible for. It's these awesome wall-mounted drying racks that fold into themselves, and so they're flush almost against the wall, and then you open them up. And there's places to hang things. Yeah, it was one of those things where I like, I hate a drying rack that is always in the middle of the room and always in the way. Is there some solution that retracts back into the wall that allows you to use the drying racks when you need them, but then get rid of them when you don't and it never touches the floor? And luckily, they have a solution for that. Yeah, that was awesome. So we'll link those on the blog as well uh, so that you can pick them up if you want to, because they are super groovy. And I would absolutely use them again in another laundry room. I thought they were so clever. So well done, Mr. Stagg. Thank you. 
The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hey everyone, just letting you know about our accessories collection now on Stag Design Shop. It's growing from candlesticks to rugs to luxurious throws. These items will elevate your home and make great companions to our artwork, pillows, and existing accessories. You can view the new collection for yourself at stagdesignshop.com. That's stag with two G's. So we're almost done with that space. And then pretty much the whole interior of our house will be done. Yep. And then for people like us, you're faced with, okay, what's the next project? Because our house is We done. have to have a project. We That's have to have thing. a project. For my mental health, I need to get out of the house at least once a day to do something. And I need to have a project to work on. Yeah. Me too. I so, always just have to have something to work on. Sounds like we're going to have to sell this house and buy a new one. And buy a new one. <laughs> we're only half joking, people. We're not joking at all. We're not actually. joking, no. <laughs> no, you know, a lot of people have asked us, is this your forever house? Clearly, this is your forever house. You put so much work into it, right? No, it's really not. You know, I think houses and your needs for them, they kind of evolve as your family evolves. And we love this house so much. And everywhere we look, it has our signature all over it. I mean, even the room that we're in right now, I mean, <laughs> we insulated the whole room. We're actually in the room where we found the milk carton in the wall when we took down the sheetrock <laughs> and put in insulation. But we put so much into this home, but I'm not. it's not so precious that I feel like we can't move. Do you feel that way too? It's been a process for me to adjust to the prospect of leaving this place. I knew we would eventually, but when I look around and see how much I love this place and how much work we've put into it, like literally every square inch of this place, we've done something to. And it's so functional, so much more functional than any place we've ever lived. So a lot of love has gone into this place. But I also just love having projects to work mm -hmm. on. So I think we'll be able to make any place we're in amazing. So and this isn't well an announcement. Yeah, this isn't an announcement. We don't we haven't sold our house. We don't have anywhere to go yet. We haven't planned that far in advance. Although I will say, because I this we're separated from this a bit now, we almost bought a house around Christmas break. Mm -hmm. We found a house that we thought was a really great project. Um, it was feeling like things were kind of lining up for us to make it work. It was a huge renovation project. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a house that had not been loved. <laughs> It was it zero, love. zero love anywhere went into that house for like the past 20 years. We're like these guys have owned it for like 20 years. And I don't think they've done anything. nothing, <laughs> literally like, nothing to the yeah. yard, to the house, anything, which I is mean, perfect for us. It was perfect for us. Right. But it just, it, it didn't quite line up and that house may still work out or it may be a different house down the road. But, yeah. you know, so, so we've kind of, we're putting things out into the universe a little bit like, Hey universe, I think we're ready for our next project, mm -hmm. but we have no timeline. We're like totally flexible in the timeline. I didn't know we were going to talk about this today, by the way. Mm, I don't <laughs> think we had much of a plan about what we we're going to talk about, frankly, <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> no, but, but I do feel like we're ready for that next project, whatever that may be. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Let's talk about home maintenance a little bit because uh, I got a lot of questions. I posted something on Instagram about we were filling in all the chips and resealing 
our countertops in our kitchen. And this is something that I recommended that you do about every five years or so. If you have natural stone countertops, just bring in the company that installed your countertops. They can fill in all the little divots and cracks and and chips and that kind of thing and then reseal your countertops. First question I got was like, how much does this cost to do it? Uh, we paid about three eighty. Yeah, like two hundred so, bucks. I think it's totally worth it. Right. Although the- you invest a lot of money in those countertops, and you just have to plan to spend a little bit more over the years to keep them really nice. It is a significant investment, so it's worth maintaining. Yeah, and you should know going into it if you have natural stone countertops, they're not going to be perfect forever. No. Um, it's just, you just kind of have to accept that there's going to be etching, there's going to be chips, there's going to be, you know, but this will prolong how lovely they look Yeah, for an extended no, period of time. No, they look like time. new now. Yeah, they look awesome. That, so. so totally worth doing. I asked, I got a question about whether or not you need to do this for granite. Um, not as much. Granite is a harder stone. And yeah. so it doesn't chip and etch the same way that marble or quartzite um, our countertops are quartzite, even though they look like they're marble. We get a lot of questions about them. They're actually quartzite. And so you don't have to do it quite as much. I would say maybe check in after 10 years or so if you have granite. Mm-hmm. Granite kind of gets a bad rap because a lot of people used granite around like 2000 to 2005-ish. And so a lot of people have like this, oh, I don't think I want to use granite. But I've seen some really beautiful granites out there lately. So... You know, look at granite. If you think you'll be exceptionally hard on your countertops and you still want a natural stone, I think granite is an option to consider because it is harder and more durable. Yep, absolutely. Also got a question about like water heater maintenance, air filters, that kind of thing. How often should you be checking in on that kind of thing? Yeah, I'm not one who brings in the HVAC guy every year to do a tune-up. I don't think that's necessary. But, um, you know, every couple of years, probably, and usually you have an opportunity to do that because something breaks or something's not working quite right and you bring them in. It's a good time to have them do a tune-up generally. And, you know, if you're doing at least every few years, you'll stay ahead of any big issues for sure. The air filters, you know, they recommend changing those anywhere from every three months to every six months. I wouldn't go more than six months with air filters especially with us spending so much time at home these days, the air you breathe is good air only if it's filtered well and the HVA system is working. It's like the lungs of your home and you want to make sure those filters are high quality and they're replaced frequently. Um, I also got a question about our windows. So uh, if you've been following us for a while, you know that we... When we moved into this house and we remodeled it, well, I guess when we remodeled it before we moved in, we replaced all of the windows in the house and we really wanted black windows and black windows are surprisingly very difficult to find. (laughs) And if you find them, they are very expensive. And so we painted our windows. So this is a tutorial that, you know, has been shared and shared and shared. Uh, It's really popular on Pinterest. And, And so we got some questions about how the painted windows have held up. What do you think? I think they've held up really well. Um, It's important that you make sure the window is made of a material that can be painted. Vinyl windows cannot be painted. Right. So don't think you can do that. We bought fiberglass windows, 
and made sure that the paint we used adheres well to fiberglass. And we have a really good painter who is very talented and knows the primer. So he used the right primer on the fiberglass to make sure the paint would adhere to the frames and then painted them with the right type of paint. So a lot of it depends on the material of the window and the paint that you use. And we took our time and made sure those were correct. And as a result, it's performed really well. Yeah, we have, if you're interested in learning about how we painted the windows, you can head over to stagdesign.com. On the blog, if you search just painted windows or black windows, um, it'll pop right up. We did several posts on how we painted our windows, but I haven't noticed any wear and tear, Mm-mm. like zero. We've been here, what, five and a half years? We don't open them a whole lot, but even those, like we also painted our exterior Sliders. door, our slider, mm-hmm. um, which is the the one that we painted that gets the most use and there as well. It's not, we haven't had any issues. No. It's been great. The only thing I would say that I have noticed is that like the kitchen window, it, it it's harder to open. I would say it, it's, it's not that it sticks. It's just, um, I don't know. It's like the paint slowed down the, the movement of the track a little bit. So it's a little bit harder to open than it would have been, I think, if we hadn't painted it. Yeah, and it's hard to know whether that's the window itself or, or if, it's the paint. if it's the paint. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm just putting that out there. That's yep. probably the only thing that I've noticed that's different. Because that could be, you know, those are custom-sized windows. So it could be just that they made them a little too tight for that space. But yeah, it could also be the paint that makes it a little harder to open and close. Now that we are looking at the nearing the end of the projects on our house that we need to do, is there anything you wish we would have done differently? I honestly can't think of anything. We took a ton of time to plan the renovation and I think because we took that time, we thought of pretty much everything that we would want or need. And, you know, technology has changed, too, even in the five, six years since we did this renovation. Uh, like, I wired the whole house for a security system. <laughs> and now you don't need to do that. It's all wireless. At least most systems are. So, yeah, if we were doing this renovation again today, there would probably be some new features we would consider, smart home features. We probably would have put, a like, an EV hook up in the garage for an electrical vehicle. But no, I'm really happy with the choices that we made. <laughs> Me too. Some of it, when you're doing a big renovation, you are limited somewhat by the characteristics of the home. So, you know, there's things that we wish we could have done differently, but we couldn't because of the footprint of the home and the space that we had. But no, I, I love this place. I love it too. I wish we would have finished the laundry room sooner. Yeah, that would have been good. That's probably the only thing I wish that we would have done differently. Even for us, we're people that like projects, do projects all the time, that kind of thing. I think you can't underestimate how often you use spaces in your inside your home. You know, you guys probably know that we took a while to finish our yard. It was just a, a long process, a long, so much work painful and process <laughs> to finish that yard. I swear we unearthed a pet cemetery in the backyard or something. It was cursed for a while. (laughs) Um, But the inside of your house, I do think there is something to be said about finishing all of those spaces as fast as you can. Now, we've lived through renovations before. And if we would have bought the house that we were considering buying around Christmas break, 
we would have been living through another renovation. We would have moved into the house and renovated it as we were going. Who knows? That may still happen. I don't know. But I think finish as much as you can as early as you can. Yeah. Yeah. At least get things livable. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's based on the amount of time you have, the amount of budget you have. um, And budget is usually the thing that holds you back from doing it all at the same time. So you got to find a way to do the spaces that are the most important first and work your way out. We could have done the laundry room a lot sooner than we did, but I'm not sad that that was the last room we chose because it was fine until we got it done. It's just a lot better now. I've had questions before because our renovation was so extensive. Do you wish we would have just torn down and built instead of renovating what was already here? Um, I don't think so. I don't know that we would have added enough additional value by doing that to justify the expense because we did spend a lot on the renovation, even though we were doing a lot of it ourselves too. And certainly we were managing it all, but it would have added a significant amount to the cost. And I don't know that we, it would have changed the value too much because we were still limited by the lot size and the, how we would have laid out the house. We could have done things a little bit differently, but I don't think it would have been a dramatic change from what we were able to what we were able to create in the footprint. Yeah. What else do we still have to do in the yard? I can think of of one thing that has to be done pretty soon. The gates? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we, nailed it. I I built the skeleton of a gate, meaning like metal posts and like a metal frame. So there's the illusion of a of a gate. <laughs> That you kind of have to open to get through, but you could also just step right through it. You could just right walk it. right through it. <laughs> so it's like people, I always think it's so funny when we close the gate because it's like, oh, you could just why have right a gate here? You can just step right through Someone, it. Someone like legit asked me if that was a design choice, like if it were <laughs> not really meant to be a closed off gate, but we wanted something there. It's like no, no, no I just haven't put the wood up. <laughs> no, the, we put the metal in, and then the weather changed, you know, with the seasons, and yeah. we didn't want to put the wood up in the middle of the cold and snow and winter, and so it's just stayed open. Yep, it's ridiculous looking it's so ridiculous that's next on the list that is next on the list once it's gonna be we amazing. get rid of some snow it's gonna be amazing <laughs> and we're gonna be like why did we wait so long to finish the skate right yeah <laughs> thanks so much for joining me yeah glad to be here this you, is fun you're gonna leave in a minute and go get your jimmy john sandwich i am actually thinking i'm a little hungry i should go and do that <laughs> i can get you one thanks for the offer <laughs> you're so considerate Well, thanks. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. If you have a question you want us to tackle, go ahead and send us a little message. You can send it at podcast at stagdesign.com. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.